This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen along with you. Well, the holiday season offers the most wonderful of times, but it also can be for many a time of increased stress and depression, which can ruin your holidays and even hurt your health. Here with some advice and some tips for avoiding the holiday blues and making them the best holidays they can be is Dr. Rich O'Neill. He is a professor, a psychologist and professor in the Department of Psychiatry and for the Institute of Decision Excellence and Leadership at Upstate Medical University. Hi, Rich. Thanks for coming in. Nice to see you. So the holiday season really brings some unwelcome guests like stress and depression. And it's no wonder. I mean, we're all running around doing a million things under a lot of you know, time pressure, demands, cleaning, entertaining. Yeah. What's the most important concept for people well, to remember? You've got your finger on one of the key things, which is what happens at this time is a lot of extra stuff comes into our lives that takes up time and energy and resources. And the one of the psychology definitions of stress, it understandings about how that stress happens is that we have insufficient resources to manage those events and especially events that are perceived as unpredictable out of our control uncontrollable and potentially costly or dangerous and you're absolutely right time pressure heightens that research shows you put people in a stressful situation and you you put time pressure on stress goes up even further noise makes things more stressful for us and one of the key things there linda is if we are entering the holiday season for instance and we're at a low ebb ourselves so we're kind of depleted already we haven't been taking good care of ourselves all of these extra demands are going to make us feel even more stressed so one key is to to managing the holidays is see if you can plan ahead you know, see, okay, how, what, what worked or didn't work last year, right? What helped me manage the holidays in a, in a positive way? What did I do or not do, you know, uh, not overspend, for instance? Uh, did I plan ahead and manage getting my, if you buy presents, did I manage getting them in advance so I wasn't going wild at the last minute? <laughs> Like like I tend to do Christmas Eve, there I am rushing to the ball. The eleventh hour shopper, <laughs> right? But I actually enjoy that, so that's not stressful for me. But uh, if it is stressful for you, you want to plan ahead and don't do that. You know, start buying your stuff in advance, and you know, making your plans with who, how many people are going to be at your house or where you're going to go, and so et cetera. Kind of what I'm hearing is that yeah. in part you almost need to first take your own emotional temperature, meaning you need to first figure out how you're feeling, acknowledge your feelings, and then begin to try to do an analysis of maybe what went wrong before and learn from that. And as you said, then put some new procedures into place. Yes, feelings, our feelings are a very good source of information about Uh, ourselves and the world around us now that said feelings can come from feelings are spontaneous immediate reactions to what's happening right around us and they're very useful however feelings can also come from what we think and those thoughts may have nothing to do with what's going on around us 
So and, thoughts create feelings, but they may not be based on reality. Yes, and we can create a lot of stress if we have thoughts that are distorted representations of reality. So going to that idea, yes. if your expectations yes. of the holidays Bingo. are perfect harmony, Bingo. perfect You're in trouble. Christmas <laughs> You're past, in trouble. Yes. all those images that you yeah. carry around. The Kodak images. From right. not only your own, potentially your own childhood, yes. potentially, yeah. but also what the media is constantly you yes. know, promoting here. Yeah. That's a big issue. Yeah, because you're expecting too much. You know, so you're expecting the perfect holiday and you might try to live up to that. You might try to get, you know, mega gifts that are actually beyond your realistic resources to buy and then you have big trouble come January when you gotta pay the credit card bill. Um, you might be expecting there to be, you know, no conflict between anybody. You you invite the two people to your house who have a mega conflict in their lives and you expect them to get along with each other on the holidays when they're probably not gonna do that. So you so you wanna uh, see well what how did things go last year what was realistic where did we exceed our resources and plan ahead make things predictable reasonably controllable to a certain extent and uh, limit the cost to what you can manage limiting <clears throat> the cost stick to a budget but how yes. about learning to say no Absolutely. I think as a woman I'll say that's yeah. one of our greatest um, downfalls uh -huh. is feeling we can do it all for everyone. Yes, that's and an unrealistic expectation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. There, there's a thought that if you've got that one, you're in trouble because you can't do it all. Nobody can do it all. And nobody can do it all for everyone. So absolutely right. So learning how to say no. And if you're a woman in a family where it's your job to run the show. And most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. And you're, it's, and you have the idea in your head, I can't say no. I can't say no to having 40 people when we can only manage 20 or 10 or five. You know, I can't say, then you're gonna really be in trouble because you're setting yourself up to go beyond your own resources and you're gonna end up stressed. If yeah. you're just joining us, you're listening to HealthLink on air. I'm Linda Cohen along with our psychologist, Dr. Rich O'Neill, and we're talking about how to avoid the holiday blues, but also make the holidays as sweet as they can yeah. be, yeah. which is also very important to remember. How about things like taking time in the midst? I mean, when stress builds, it's really hard in the, in the moment when you're under a lot of stress to somehow stop and regroup. Absolutely. But isn't it a absolutely. crucial thing to do? Uh, absolutely. You've got to take good care of yourself. Because uh, if, you if you're not taking good care of yourself, by definition, you're depleted. You're emotionally and physically depleted. And then when these extra tasks come in, you're going to feel stressed. Um, so absolutely take time. And uh, I, uh, one thing that's very important is take time to connect with the people that you feel close to and that you want to have some close time. So uh, I don't have wild expectations. My wife and I tend to spend time with our family doing things like sitting around and chatting, playing cribbage, you know, playing uh, uh, Scrabble, those kinds of things where we can interact with uh, the people we love and have a good time doing that. To me, that's my definition of a very successful very happy holiday, just having a good time, having fun, joking, teasing each other, etc. Uh, you know, 
So being realistic and setting a realistic goals is a big, big piece of this yes. whole thing. But yeah. what if you are either find yourself alone? Yes. Um, or maybe many people who you have loved are no longer yes. with you. Yes. Either of those situations or both. Or let's say you don't celebrate that holiday. Let's say Christmas isn't part of your tradition. Mm -hmm. And it looks to you like the whole world is out there scurrying around having a beautiful white Christmas, so to speak, which we wonder whether will happen this year. Nevertheless, um, what then? How do you you manage the feeling of being isolated, left out, those kinds of feelings? Good, so... People who are alone and feel socially isolated, that is a very stressful long-term. People who are socially isolated don't live as long and tend to not feel good emotionally. So uh, it's good to be able to connect with people. Now, if you find yourself alone in the holidays, there are you can do some simple things to connect with other people. Uh, it does help, by the way, even make email connection with people or phone connection with people in your family. So if there's nobody around, you can do that. It's I find it helpful just to be with people. When I'm feeling alone and I'm thinking, oh, you know, this is, I really want to be with people. You don't have to necessarily even be with people that you know you can go to the movies, for instance, and be in a place with people or a restaurant and be in a place with people. There's something about the mood that can be contagious as long as you're not thinking to yourself, well, the whole time, oh, I'm so alone. I'm so different than these people. You want to notice how you're similar and make little connections with people like maybe chat with the waiter or chat with the ticket taker or do those kinds of connections. Those make a difference. Now, you also asked about what if people have, you've lost, lost. people in yeah, your family. It seems yes. to me the holidays are a time where yes. you look back at the people who meant a lot to you, perhaps yes. are no longer with you. Yes. So that has to bring potentially bring on some sadness and you know blues so to speak well uh blues are different than sadness okay uh yes when we have somebody we loved and they're they died or they're they're for some reason no longer with us maybe divorced you know those kinds of situations um yes we can feel sad we'll miss the person nice to let yourself acknowledge that no yeah i feel sad and that's a normal way to feel when you've lost somebody um Uh, You can uh, celebrate their life. You can talk briefly about them with other people or uh, about how you miss them. You know, so my mother recently passed away about a year ago. So no doubt we'll talk a little bit about her. We'll remember her. Um, So those are, you can do that. Uh, Memorialize a person. Uh, If you get depressed, depression is different than sadness. Uh, that has something to do with how you're managing your feelings about the person uh, that you uh, you end up with that depressed that's actually what we call it a defensive experience that's not the feeling that's a way not to have your feeling so if you get depressed you actually might want to talk to a therapist about that go and talk to somebody and see you know and whenever I think about my mother I feel depressed I lose my energy I feel bad about myself hopeless about the future extreme you can get suicidal that's something you really want to talk about with a therapist because that's not sadness that's different so what about if the third piece of that question yes yes. and we still have a little bit of time yeah if you don't celebrate this holiday yeah how can you feel a part well, how can you how can you deal with those feelings potentially of not being a part of something, 
Are there coping strategies? What do you recommend for those people? Sure. Well, you know, what, what's happening there is we're noticing the difference between us and other people, right? So, uh, you know, if you're Jewish, for instance, you and I were talking earlier, uh, you're Jewish and you're on Christmas, you're not with the party. So one thing I know you were saying was, oh, I've suggested to uh, my rabbi that we have a communal dinner. What a great idea. Rather, Lynn, I, thought, I think that's terrific. Rather than be isolated and by yourself and think, oh, we're not part of the party here, and it is a very big party with a lot of media attention, etc. why don't we make a party? Let's go out and, and make something where we can be together. And in a funny way, then you'd be doing exactly the same thing that the Christian folks are doing, right? They're having a party, and you could feel that communal thing. Another thing that you can do certainly is volunteer. Uh, if you're, uh, you know, it's not your party, right? You can go and volunteer and help other people who are less fortunate than ourselves. Doing that has been linked very strongly to happiness. So, and that certainly would be in the um, uh, spirit of the holiday as well. Wonderful. Well, uh -huh. those are all really good pieces of advice. Yeah. I want to thank you so much. Once again, when you come in, there's this aura of wisdom that you share <laughs> with all of us. And it is a difficult time of year, but potentially a very joyous time yes. of year for everyone. So once again, thanks so much for coming in and sharing these ideas with us. Sure. My guest has been Dr. Rich O'Neill. He's a psychologist and a professor of psychiatry in the, uh, and in the Institute for Decision, Excellence, and Leadership at Upstate Medical University.